iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. When I was nine years old, it was just a dream that I had. Wow, I wish that I could work with the Muppets. Hi, this is Kevin Class from Sesame Street. How are you? Kevin is most comfortable when he is Elmo. Thank you for coming. Kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> Elmo's happy now. Hi. How many kids went out and built their own puppets? He was in high school. He had guys that would pick on him, said he was playing with dolls. He faced a lot of opposition, but he just stuck with his dream. If I could have climbed on the set of Sesame Street, I would have tried. And I thought, who is creating this? Hello there. My name is Jim Henson, and I'm a puppeteer. I wanted to see everything that Jim was doing. This is who I would like to be. He jumped from high school right to New York. Richard Hunt was totally fed up with this character, tossed it in Kevin's lap. What am I going to do with him? And uh, I said, hello, this is Elmo. Fine, you know, give it a try. And then I got it. I knew that Elmo should represent love. I didn't know that this was going to happen with Elmo. It's very difficult to make a piece of fabric react like a human being would. But Kevin, oh my gosh, he's brilliant. Everybody wanted Elmo, 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 Elmo. I started traveling so much. I'd be in Japan, China, South Africa. There needed to be an additional performer, and Kevin was like, no, I can do it. That's when I knew that this was bigger than me. When a puppet is true and good and meaningful, it's the soul of the puppeteer that you're seeing. The thing that people love about Elmo is he needs them. I attribute that to Kevin because of his embodiment of this character. He really does exemplify what Jim Henson began with, something that touched everyone. If everybody else your age is doing something very different to what you're doing, there's always going to be someone saying that you might not succeed, you might not make any money with that. All of those things will go away if you really focus on what makes you happy. gentlemen, please help me welcome Kevin Clash, Constance Marks, and from Movie Line, moderator Stu Van Ayersdale. Hello everyone, how you doing? Thank you so much for coming out today. I really appreciate it on Sunday. It's a fun event. Thank you, Constance. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, so, we've seen the trailer now, so we have a general idea what the film is about, but maybe you can, let's start from the beginning. How did you two uh, get to know each other, and how did you determine that you wanted to make a movie about Elmo and Kevin? Want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was uh, quite wonderful, because my husband, who's giving out buttons and jumping around back there, is a cameraman with Sesame Street. His name is James Miller. And he was on the set one day and brought pictures of our baby daughter and asked Kevin if Elmo could do a little video greeting. He brought the video greeting home, which was phenomenal, and I said, who is the man behind this Muppet? I want to know who this is. And to make a longer story pretty short, James got me Kevin's assistance information. We went out for a long lunch. He told me his life story, and I was ready to go. And uh, that's how we got started. Kevin, did you ever have any apprehensions at all about kind of like exposing behind the scenes and, uh, of the Elma phenomenon and, 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 and uh, how this all came about? Did you just maybe want to leave it kind of secret? Or like No, over the years, Jim had, had opened up to showing the workshop and actually showing him puppeteering uh, Kermit. 
So that'll all happen. It's just in one dock. It never happened before, but right. but a lot of interviews that Jim had done over the years, he opened the curtain. Right. And this is also obviously as a, as a puppeteer's journey. It's about being Elmo. So yeah. Listen, every puppeteer that 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 that, that have worked with Jim, they see this dock and they say their head could be, my head could be taken off, their head could be put on, because it's 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 our it's our journey. It's 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 what we've done and loved doing over so many years. That's the main reason why I, I said yes to Connie. Is because I, I love what I, I've been doing, and and uh, and I wanted to show a little bit of the enjoyment and the people that I've worked with over so many years, mm -hmm. and also you know the the keeping this medium, you know, uh, in the in the forefront in certain ways. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, 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 type of entertainment, and I wanted to keep it in everybody's eye and ears. Right now, documentaries are notoriously they take a long time to make. How how long did this one take from conception to where we are today? <laughs> About six and a half years. Oh. It, it, was a, it was a long one. Uh -huh. And being an independent filmmaker, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having us here because this means a lot, and we need crowd support. Um, we just opened at Lincoln Center, so if anybody wants to see it over there on 65th Street and um, go to our website, beingelmo.com, you can see across the country where it's playing. But we do need your support, so thank you for that. Of course, of course. Kevin, you know, th this story is so inspirational, and I guess, you know... We, what was, I guess, what did you want to accomplish in, in this documentary? What did you really want to make sure they got across about your story and, and puppeteering in general? Well, just how much fun, how much excitement and fun uh, it's, uh, it's been um, working on such an, a legendary show as Sesame Street. Uh, Sesame Street's going into its uh, 40, it's, it's now it's airing its 42nd season right now. So 40, 42 years. So it's been, yeah. And also, also, it's it's uh, it's it's won the most um, Emmys in the in the history of television. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it, you know, and I think that's that's the appeal of of the of the film. Also, is that everybody grew up watching the show, mm -hmm. every generation, <laughs> and so there's a connection when they go and see it. All the nostalgic things that you know that Sesame Street has meant to everybody, and then somebody to talk about it behind the scenes as one of the the Muppeteers. Uh, you know, we were hoping that it would be something that people would want to want to see and, and enjoy. And, and what we've seen, Connie and I and everybody, is that everybody has, yeah. which is great. I mean, that's the thing. This film, uh, it premiered at Sundance, correct? Yes. As, I mean, it's been so well received. Um, but as you mentioned, it is an independent film, and you're still trying to get a, the word out very organically, you know, through your website, beinghumble.com. And you know, I was talking to, uh, to James before, and he mentioned that you actually can demand this in your city, right? Yes. Is, that, is that true? Yes, there's a little button on our website that says demand it, and we're tracking <laughs> where the demands are coming from, and you know, we're in touch with exhibitors to try to make that happen. So it's, it's a really effective tool. Yeah, so you can actually tell your friends, once you've seen it down the street or wherever, uh, you can tell your friends, you know, demand it in their cities, and they can check it out too. Well, you know what? We have a, a guest on hand. Maybe we can uh, open up some questions. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, well, to do a really quick meet and greet with some of these children so that uh, mommy and daddy won't lose their mind. And then we'll, we'll take some Q&A. Is that All okay? Right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So put your hands together, everyone, and welcome our special guest, Elmo. Hello, Bo, Bo, Bo. 
qu'est-ce qu'est-ce Je vais m'en hug. Qu'est-ce qu'est-ce Hug, hug. Hello. How are you I don't like your bracelets. They're really nice. Give them a hug. Hello. Give them a hug. Hello, baby. You're dressed like your daddy. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. You can stay right there. Okay, it's time for Q&A. Who has a question for Elmo? Come on, sit on my lap. Yes, right here. Come on. Why was Elmo named Elmo? I'm Why was scared. Elmo named Elmo? Great question. You know, I really, we really don't know. I don't know who actually came up with the name. Uh, it was built, it was built as an ensemble of monsters early, early on, in the uh, in the late seventies. That was actually built, and uh, it was just a little. They called it Little Red Monster, Little Baby Monster, actually. And then one of the writers wanted to write about it, and they put it in one of their scripts. And uh, I don't know if it came from the builder. Or the writer, but it's stuck. I think it's a, it's a nice name. <laughs> it works. Any other questions? Yes, back here. Yes, young man, right here. Uh, my girlfriend and I, and I, we're dying to know how do you make that voice happen? I mean, oh, how do I know. make the voice happen? Yeah, it's just amazing. It's well, so different I have, from I have your about voice. five voices, and uh, <laughs> I have about five, and that's one. It's the falsetto voice that I do. Hello, everybody. Yeah. I can do it um, for, for um, audio recording. I can do it for about three hours. And then the, 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 the falsetto goes away, so I have to rest it. And then I can do it again the next day. Hello. Yeah. But, I mean, normally when we shoot Sesame Street, the bits that we shoot are very short. And then after that, we, have a, we take a five or a ten. And so, so it, it, you can rest the voice in between, so it's not that bad. Any other questions? How old is Elman? Will he ever grow up? No, we never grow up on Sesame Street. That's the luxury of living on Sesame Street. <laughs> But almost three and a half going on 52. <laughs> Is there more than one Elmo? Is, Is there the, more than one Elmo, well, yes. Just be, it, Elmo might wear out, perhaps. Yeah, no, listen, I mean, uh, the, 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 the way they build these are amazing. The shop, it's like a work of art. So I have about nine Elmos. This is the one that I, I, I will, you know, uh, go and do appearances with. But they're all the same. Some of them have different things, like I have a radio-controlled Elmo, and uh, I have like a kicky leg one. You know, they, they, they're used for specific things. Abby, Abby, Abby. <laughs> yeah, but I have, I have nine, nine. Any other questions? Hello. I saw your movie last night, and I thought oh, it was did. amazing. Where, where uh, did you see it at? At, at the film, uh, oh, Lincoln Center. Okay. Yeah, and... Uh, I was so impressed at what a wonderful mentor Kermit was, yes. um, uh, the puppeteer Kermit, not the frog. <laughs> and I was wondering how you captured that footage because uh, of you as a young man meeting him. Um, where did that come from? Because that was really magical. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was, a, it was a show called uh, Big Blue Marble that was on PBS at the time. And um, they called up Kermit and they asked him, did he know of a um, young puppeteer that he could in be interviewed with? And he brought up my name, and so I got to um, go up. Well, first they shot me in Baltimore for two days. It was a wonderful film crew, and then they brought me up to New York to, uh, to, to meet and be interviewed with, uh, with Kermit. And so, fortunately, Connie, Connie and Corinne found the, found the footage. Hello! Isn't this incredible? I mean, th we've been Hello. following Kevin for Hello. a Hello. long time. Hello. 
and uh, this character has such a magnetic draw for not only children. We get emails and and tweets all the time. Adults who cried at the film, who were moved by the film, and it's just this—it's what comes through Kevin. Yeah, it's because Kevin. We, we we're basically we have we have an Elmo generation now officially. Like yeah. it's been long enough where kids grew up with Elmo. They're having kids now. Yeah. And it's been that long, and I think that does you see that trajectory. Absolutely. You know, and that film traces that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Who else has any questions? Any other questions? No, I guess my question is, um, what do you think it is about Elmo that made him take off over other puppets on the show? Well, as you can see, Elmo is them. They, he has the same personality. Who's crying? What's wrong? You okay? You okay? Yeah, but I mean that's that's I think that's the appeal mainly is is uh, he has the same same personality as they do, and then of course he has the Muppet edge that that uh, that I love about him. You can tickle, go ahead, tickle. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, help! Police! Police! <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, so I think that's the appeal, definitely. Hi. Yes, go ahead. Thank you. I just was wondering if you have kids of your own because you're so good with all of these kids here. No, I actually have an 18-year-old. Oh. She's in college. She's at University of Maryland. Cool. And she's doing great. Well, that's good. Yeah, cool. she's doing great. She wants to be in mass communications. Oh, that's what so, I'm studying. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, she's... No, plus, plus, I mean, I've been hanging with kids, children for a long time because of Sesame Street yes. and all the shows that I've done, so... That's great. Kevin's, Kevin's mom was a daycare because yes. she had kids in the house all the time and that was his first audience this was all in the film so he's been around children his whole life yes boom boom um, uh, oh, yeah. what other characters do you do on Sesame Street Kevin what was what, that what I'm other sorry. characters do you do on Sesame what Street what other characters mm -hmm. um, there's a, a character called Hoots how you doing que pasa He's a 75-year-old a owl. And then if you guys remember a show called uh, Dinosaurs that was on ABC, I played uh, Baby Sinclair on that. I'm the baby, gotta love me. Hello, fat boy. Not the mama, not the mama. And then um, on Splinter, I, did, I performed Splinter in the first two movies of uh, Ninja Turtles. And I gave them all names. Leonardo, Donatello, and Raphael. Wait a minute. <coughs> I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> Hello, how are you? So that was a, so I got to do that movie. Be careful. And that was fun too. So I, you know, a bunch of different. That's the mis miscellaneous cows and monsters and grouches on Sesame Street. So it's always been fun. Is there a plan in place for when you plan to retire? Hmm? A succession plan? Yes, for you. What was that? Is there a plan in place for when you decide to retire? You know. Um, What's, what's really wonderful about doing the show and, and working with the Muppets is they let you make that choice, fortunately. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they, they let you make it. Uh, Jerry Nelson, who, well, 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 Carol Spinney is 70, about 78 years old, and he still performs Big Bird and Oscar for the show. So, uh, and Jerry Nelson is, is uh, another phenomenal puppeteer that was with the Muppets for a long time, and he still comes in and works, uh, works the count, and he's, he's like 75, so... Okay. Uh, I hope that I can uh, last that long. Hi. <laughs> Who were your inspirations growing up? Oh, you, if, if you go and see the doc, you'll see. My mom and dad 
definitely started my inspiration. Um, Stu Kerr was an unbelievable, uh, uh, he was a weatherman at one of the local stations, and he asked my mom and dad if I could work with him. He knew Bob Keeshan, uh, who was Captain Kangaroo, <clears throat> and he, um, he told Bob about me, and that's how I got on Captain Kangaroo. And then, of course, Kermit Love, my dad, my mom, I saw him on a show called Call It Macaroni, and I asked my mom, could you find out if you could get in touch with him? And she did through the PBS, local PBS station. And so that's how I got to work with Jim Henson because of a Kermit Love. So, uh, and that's all in the doc. Go and see it because it's, it's all of my mentors and people who meant a lot to me. You're welcome. Why was Elmo created? Why was Elmo created? Again, he was just one of those, you know, he was another monster that was built just like uh, Oscar or Cookie or Grover was. And, uh, and then somebody saw him and, and liked him and started writing him in the scripts. When, Kevin, when you see, when you like, go down to Times Square or, or anywhere, I guess, in the world where you see these people dressed up as Elmo, uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? Do you ever interact with them? Or do, you ever... <laughs> do I ever interact? No. Like, hey, do you know who I am? <laughs> I have no idea who's in that costume. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's, it's, it, I think it's, it's a wonderful tribute to the show and how popular it is for, for uh, you know, for, for someone to have a, have a walk around, you know. I think it's, I think it's more exciting to see, um, you know, when, when kids are dragging a Grover or an Elmo somewhere, it's, I think it's sweet because I know I'm a part of that wonderful show. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. What was the decision behind having Elmo always speak in the third person? You know, it's just something that, that, that really stuck. It was, uh, it was uh, something that was written into the first script and it stayed. Just like, you know, Cookie saying, me want cookies. You know, it was something that, that uh, stuck with the character and worked. At the beginning, when, uh, when, Elmo, when I started performing Elmo, the, 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 the language was even more primitive than that. And then they, they felt it kind of got in the way, so his, his uh, vocabulary came larger. And uh, fortunately, it didn't, it didn't uh, do any damage to the character. It was something that, that actually worked also. Yeah, right here. Uh, do I do a lot of improvisation on the show? You know, uh, the script, the writers really, really know the characters very, very well. But then when we get it on the floor, of course, we play around with it. That's how you create and, and keep a character three-dimensional. And that's what I learned as far as watching Jim, and, Jim Henson and Frank Oz. You know, we would sit down and read the script, but then they'd play around with it. They wouldn't get in the way of the educational part because we have an unbelievable research department that really goes out and finds out what kids need to learn. Uh, so we, we, don't, we don't mess with that. But everything else is, is full range. And, you know, we, wanna, we, we, try to, we try to crack each other up. And that's why it's never boring, because we, we have a good time trying to crack each other up. And, I mean, to, to watch Jim and Frank. Also, you know, with, my, with the history of, of, of me doing children's program, to watch Bob Keeshan and Lumpy Brenham, who played Mr. Green Jeans, and, and uh, Gus Allen Greddy, who performed Mr. Moose and Bunny Rabbit. I mean, it's always been, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very blessed, because I've got to see the funniest people. You know, they were really wonderful, and, and it showed me how to create a character, too, so. Yeah, so it's been, it's been really cool to, to actually watch people like Jim and Frank, and it's been amazing. Any other questions? Any other? Do you have a question? I, I, I've been watching you, and, like, even when people are asking questions and you're, you are giving them a straight answer, and you're not in the voice of Elmo, I notice that you are, like, kind of moving Elmo around, and, like, he's got, like, a personality of his own. How much sure. are you thinking about what he's doing? And this is, I've been used to this. This is, what, this is how, even, it's really interesting. Before I got with Jim 
and actually Stu Kerr in Baltimore, I would sit, there was a big floor TV, you know, model that we had in, in our house, and there was a couch, and I would, I would build puppets and stuff like that, and then there was a mirror right behind the TV. And my drill for me was I would put a puppet on and try to watch TV, but keep the puppet alive. So I started that when I was in my teens, and so it's, it comes second nature to me now, you know, that I'm 51 years old, and it's, it's, it's still, it still happens. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Hello. What, what, what's your question? I liked Elmo when I was little, and I used to watch it. Really? <laughs> when what, you were you little. Like, do you still like Elmo? Give him a kiss. Kiss, kiss. Oh. Who else has a question? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know, uh, how, how, how did you withstand the pressure, like, growing up in... You know, being a puppeteer and then being a black puppeteer. Like. No, you know, it's, it's actually being a black puppeteer was never came to, you know, fruition or anything. It was funny. Richard Hunt, I was at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and Richard was one of Jim's main puppeteers. And he saw me and he said, listen, we don't have any black puppeteers. So go up and tell Jim Henson, you know, what you do and what you've been doing. Um, but, you know, the, the, being a puppeteer, color has no, you know, boundaries to it. I mean, it just, you know, I mean, you know, I, I perform a little red monster. <laughs> You know, and even with Clifford, Clifford is a character that, that uh, Jim helped me create for the Muppet Show, the, you know, one of the Muppet, classic Muppets and stuff like that. So I'm glad because I want to show other kids, different nationalities, that you can do this. And so it's been a lot of fun that way. And that's, that's another reason why sometimes I go out and, and, uh, and talk at schools and stuff like that about my career, uh, to give a child a different choice. And, and I've been finding some, some, uh, some great kids who... Who are who are really love and are really good at puppetry? When you go and see the doc, there's a there's a little boy who's 11 years old, who we found. Uh, his name is Tao, and he's an amazing puppeteer. And uh, so we're taking him under, and he's going to be hanging with us. We're going to put him on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade float with us this year, and we're going to put a puppet on him. Why does Elmo have red hair? Why does Elmo have red hair? You have to talk to Elmo's mommy and daddy about that. <laughs> Does anyone else ever get to do Elmo, or are you the when you know you do a lot of you know uh, appearances events, appearances? Uh, Does anybody else get to do Elmo? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you know, if I have to do an appearance somewhere and there's a little bit of Elmo still needs to be shot, yes. And then I'll just loop him later. Yeah. But we're going to give this little boy one. He had a hit a little bit. And then we're going to... Um... Who's Elmo's best friend? Who's Elmo's best friend? Elmo's best friend is Dorothy. Elmo's pet girlfriend is Dorothy. Not him. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Elmo's so Being Elmo is open right now in New York. You can go to beingelmo.com to check out more screenings around the country. Tell your friends. Thank you very much for coming out. Thank you, Cousins. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Elmo.